Anyway, hello, hello. I'm your host, Luna. And I'm Avi. And we're going to be reviewing the first episode or pilot. It's not always considered the first episode, but it's the first one they made about a year before the rest of it. I forgot to say the show. It's Venture Bros. And it's uh, The Terrible Secret of Turtle Bay. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so we just rewatched it a couple hours ago. It wasn't very good. Both the episode itself and the quality of it. We were watching it on a site that was uh, not the best, and it kept pausing, and it took probably about three times as long as it should have. The episode's like, what, 24 minutes, and we're sitting there for like an hour just trying to get it to... Yeah, at least an hour. At one point we left for a while. Just, But we, we got through the whole thing. We got through the whole thing. And uh, one thing I noticed, I have no idea why, before we watched it on Hulu, we watched it somewhere else... And the Hulu version had taken some stuff out. <laughs> like, there were just longer scenes that weren't in the Hulu version and hadn't seen them before. There's, like, a whole scene with Billy and Pete on a bus that was just missing from the... Oh, uh, it wasn't a bus. on a train, yeah, on the subway. B- Billy and Pete on a subway? What? <laughs> I don't remember uh, that. Uh, am I making shit up? They were at the up? conference. It at was the just, conference? It was just, like, earlier I'm at the conference. I'm fully making shit up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just officially telling everybody about a scene that doesn't exist. I'm just lying. Okay. I'm just lying to the audience. I'm imagining them. I'm picturing it in my brain. I'm like, they're in two little chairs next to each other, and I'm like, subway. That's the subway. <laughs> to be fair, there were scenes on a subway. It was in New York. It would have. They're, they're in New York City. I'm like, that means subways. <laughs> Yeah, and you're actually from New York originally. Sorry so. for just straight up lying. <laughs> okay, we started this with a lie. Uh, just gonna gaslight everyone. Yeah, so not a good episode in my opinion. No, it but, was bad. I mean, I guess that's that's how they started. They got it greenlit. They released it. I think that one was 2003. The actual show was 2004. So th- that that pilot worked. People liked it enough that the show continued. Which I don't really get how. I mean, I don't get how I kept watching after the pilot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... Okay, no, sorry. I don't get why you kept watching after the pilot. Like, like I mean, I'm glad you did, but... Yeah, like, why did I see that? And then I was like, I could I could put up with hours more of yeah, this. Yeah, I could just continue. <laughs> did you... Wait, did you actually watch the pilot first? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I watched it all in order. Wait, how did you find it? I mean, the title was on Hulu. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they removed it from Hulu, like, a day before we were going to do this, right? Yeah, so we had a solid plan. We were going to review every episode in order, starting with the pilot. And day of, the original day of we were going to record, Hulu took it off their service. Like, the entire show. And mm, the other service that I use to access the show doesn't happen to have the pilot. <laughs> I was kind of kind of fucked. But we were able to find it in the worst quality I've ever seen. It was oh, yeah. so blurry. It was so laggy. But... Eventually we'll get it on DVD and then everything will be okay. Yeah, we have got two and three on DVD. I don't have one. And five is in the mail right now. I checked the tracking. It's on its way. Yes. It'll be here by the 16th. I'm going to get all of them. I'm going to have all of them. I'm going to buy you all of them. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll buy some of them. It's just like, you know, if I'm going to buy them, why would I start by buying season one? I. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's. I still think it's fun. I obviously, I somehow got through it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. You started me off with season two, and for good reason. <laughs> I started you off with, uh, I just started you off with Home and Security. I started you off with a couple episodes of season one that I, like, cherry-picked because I thought they were the best. Yeah, you're like, okay, we'll watch all my favorites from season one and then season two. And then I forgot that I hadn't seen season one. It was so we go, like we go back after seven and watch the ones you hadn't seen. Yeah. Which, some of them are pretty fun. I don't know, like, I'll admit some of them are pretty good. Incredible Mr. Brimsby's. I may have said that wrong. It's pretty good. But, uh... There's just so many, like, 
it's in its baby stage. Uh, are we supposed to be reviewing the pilot? Yes. Okay. We're just talking shit about the We're entire season. We're talking shit about season. the pilot. Okay, but the pilot is included in that. I think yeah. the first season improves a lot of stuff on the pilot. But the, I'm, I'm still saying the first season is not very good. So the pilot is... Uh, worse. <laughs> it's worse. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. Basically, every element of it hadn't fully come together yet. And that includes the animation. That includes the voice acting. That includes the writing. That includes the humor. That includes... The one thing I'll say I like is the music. Yeah. I like the monarch. Oh, the monarch is the absolute highlight of the pilot. I love like, him always. He's perfect. And he's the only part of the pilot that is worth it. Even his voice acting, I yeah. think, is better than anyone else's in the pilot. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like Hank and Dean specifically. It might just be that their writing is way more... They're leaning into the bit way more mm-hmm. of like, oh, they're talking like old-timey 50s, 60s adventure novel God, it's children it's so cute which they keep but they tone it down a little bit to make it sufferable it's not yeah. that sufferable in the pilot yeah <laughs> it is fully leaning into the bit which doesn't work when they're like your major characters who are talking through a lot of the show yeah it's just kind of like i feel like all their parts in the pilot were kind of filler i feel I no they, they they were kind of were yeah it's the thing they did in the pilot with them specifically, I feel like isn't how they write the boys' plots anywhere else in the show. I feel like it doesn't make sense as a way to introduce them. Just I mean, actually, I think it kind of yeah. does in a way. Because they very much introduce the boys going on what they perceive as like a fun, exciting adventure, but it's actually them fucking around in New York, which I feel like is a very funny way to introduce the boys. Oh, but this. unless I'm forgetting things, they're not particularly adventury in the rest of the show. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's actually something trying to remember i think it was uh, a page from the art book that i don't have but i saw four hundred dollars but I, I saw a page from the art book that was kind of talking about that that the show is never going to be about like what people would want to see it's never going to be about the adventures themselves mm-hmm. it's never be about like them in another country doing some crazy thing that's all incidental it's more about the stupid mundane shit yeah or like eventually the continuing plot mm-hmm. so like the boys adventuring is really not a major part of the show. I mean, I like that just for seeing as it seems like almost a meta thing, since the show is kind of about, like, Rusty's old adventure show, and, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're better no, I, at media analysis <laughs> than I am. We're doing a media analysis podcast. Well, yeah, I, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a psychology major, dude. <laughs> uh, You're yeah. the media major. No, I'm sure we can get into some of the Freudian-ass shit in this show later. <laughs> I don't know about Freud. this episode. I don't know about this episode, though. <laughs> Fuck Freud, but God, you can apply, like, all of a- everything he ever wrote to this show, which is terrible. I mean, so. I think more accurately, this show took everything he ever wrote and, yeah. like, played with it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so funny. But, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff was unpolished in the pilot. I feel like they were... Like, it's just various things that they kind of went for that they dropped later. The Monarch's dialogue. He was definitely, like, my favorite part of the pilot. I'm trying to think, the, 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 the stupid things he kept saying. His, like, completely incorrect and like the Monarch butterfly. Yeah. I God, it was such a good bit, but I get why they dropped it. Yeah. It would have gotten so annoying. Also, there's only so much, like... So, so many m- separate ones you can yeah. think of. <laughs> like, how many... Even, even in the pilot, they were repeated, like... Yeah, I think they were. It was funny, though. It seems like a good bit to keep to one episode. Yeah, and it worked for the pilot. And there's a lot of stuff that changed between the pilot and the actual start of the show. But the thing I always think of, like, the most visible is the henchman uniforms. Mm-hmm. I wonder why they changed those. Like, was it difficult to animate the stupid fluffy 
aspect of it. Like, I could, I could see that. I mean, they all kind of just looked like bees. They looked like bees. I mean, maybe that's why they dropped <laughs> they're it. Like, they're <laughs> supposed to be monarchs. Yeah, the, like, not that they look great later. No, they But, like, they're supposed look, to look stupid. None of them really look particularly butterfly-ish. It's just the big dorky wings. Yeah. Unless they also, the monarch's wings look like actual monarch butterfly wings in the pilot, which I feel like they kind of dropped later. They're just, like, orange. Yeah. Which I assume is an animation thing. Brock has arm hair on the pilot. He doesn't later. I feel like that's, that's also funny. Like th- that would be annoying to animate Why'd though. They waxed him. They waxed. They waxed him because the animators need a break. <laughs> uh, and they actually they animated the pilot in Flash, and all the others are traditional. Still don't know what that really means. Will you explain it to me? <sighs> I don't really know what it means, but you can tell a difference. Yeah, like you can see just the choppy ass movements yeah. in the pilot. There's like a couple weird ones in there that were like really, explicitly yeah, I. <sighs> I always Strange. think of there's like a mo- the like a weirdly fluid but just bizarre looking moment when the alligator jumps out of the cargo area and you see Brock like move but he like kind of ducks down and shimmies across the screen. Yeah. It's such a, like a distinct moment. Like I can picture per- picture it perf- for perfectly. Jesus, felt like there were a couple random scenes where like I could see there's something up with the animation because everything seemed like it was at like two x speed for some reason. Like, yeah, I, think I can imagine one scene with the boys nodding. Where for some reason it just looked like it had been put on fast forward. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, speaking of animation complaints, though, this one I think continues kind of past the pilot and goes through. I'd say the first three seasons. What is wrong with Brock's legs? Oh my god, they're so skinny. <laughs> when you were a kid, did you ever try to make a guy out of marshmallows and toothpicks? Yes. Because uh, that is absolutely what I think of. Like you know when you have a marshmallow and got those two little toothpick legs sticking mm-hmm. out of it, like you yeah. kind of awkwardly try to make a torso maybe with like three mini marshmallows. Yeah. Like that's. That's what he looked like. I I don't know why. I don't know why they kept it for so long. I think he looks a little more normal later, but He's been God, it's terrible. Like It's been really Really, really skipping leg day. Oh my god, it's like funny to look at. I I thought it was intentional. Like Really? When I first watched it in like the opening scene mm-hmm. or like the first scene with him, where it pans up from his little stick ass legs and gets to the rest of him. Yeah. Like I thought that was a bit, but he is just shaped like that. Yeah, and then like later I guess in later seasons they fix it, so it's like... They fix it, kind of. Yeah. I mean, he's still, like... He's still definitely shaped like that, but he looks a little less, uh... It looks less like you copy-pasted two different guys together. Yeah. Dean's legs on Brock's body, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know what his proportional legs would be. Yeah, not to fully veer to another topic, but it's kind of... I feel like it's kind of unclear whether the pilot is canon to the rest of it, if it... If it actually works within the timeline of the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't really think about that. That's interesting. I think it's meant to be. Really? There's no real, like, large reasons it wouldn't be. The henchman uniforms, like, even though they change them, you see them in flashbacks, so it's, like, the idea of, like, what their uniforms used to look like. Oh, and 21 has his, like, in his wardrobe, and he's like, this is my old uniform. Yeah. But that could have just been, like, like a silly little callback, and the episode's not actually meant to be taken as... I'd say Brock's characterization in the first episode. Or Brock's in the pilot. in the entire first season is oh, it's so fully, off the wall. <laughs> that's a creature. Like, that's yeah. a fully different character than, like, mid-two onward. But yeah. specifically the pilot, like, he's still a creature throughout season one. Mm-hmm. But he definitely seems to care a lot more about the boys. And the pilot, he kind of just let them get lost. Yeah. He just, I don't know. I feel like he was much less... Maybe he was going through it, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's just, like... A difference in writing rather than anything intentional. He didn't even really seem 
particularly interested in Rusty. Like he just no, Rusty seemed, seemed interested in him. It was which is funny. Oh god! But um, no, like he seemed very much like he was just like he didn't really care about his job. Which fair because what an awful job to have. <laughs> but like later on, it seems like his, it's like the most important thing to him. So it's very interesting how that changed. Yeah, which I can't tell. If it's, is it just a writing thing? Is it like a a full-on, this pilot's not meant to be taken with the rest of the show. Uh, the other thing that makes me think that is the fact that apparently Billy and Pete have been allowed to the UN for the conference. Oh, yeah, that's a weird one. Uh, Billy and Pete at the time weren't actually meant to be reoccurring characters. They were just, like, silly little background characters to have in the pilot. But they obviously didn't stick with that, and they just let them be full characters in the show. And with their characters in the rest of the show, they're pathetic. Like, there is no reason they'd be invited to the UN even to fuck up at the UN. Like, yeah, there was that part like randomly cut out that Billy just presented a diorama and Pete had a bomb. <laughs> yeah. The Pete's bomb was cut out of the Hulu version and I have no idea why. So sad. Oh, the, was the diorama in the Hulu version? Yes. Yeah. Why did they cut out Pete's bomb? I have no idea. Why did they cut out Pete's bomb and Pete's theorizing on Rusty having a crush on Brock? Like why are those They the cut two out things? those two. They cut out like a couple other things, Poor but that was Pete. more They just hate Pete for real. Yeah, they, they were just cutting out Pete scenes. Yeah. They cut out um Professor Impossible scene. When oh, he was yeah. presenting the car. That wasn't in the Hulu version. I hadn't seen that till today. They hate Pete and Professor Impossible. Which, the second one's fair, but I love Pete. <laughs> I love Billy and Pete. They're so good. And there's no reason within the rest of the show that they would be invited to the UN to no, present they, they anything. Be. No. no. Maybe not. Pete. No. <laughs> Wrong guy. Wrong guy. <laughs> Maybe Billy would. I don't know. He never gets enough recognition, though. He doesn't. But both of them are legitimately good at what they do, but they're underappreciated for it. I think that's kind of the when thing. When does Pete make bombs? Yeah, Pete doesn't make bombs. I don't know what that was. That was definitely... Billy's Billy. a doctor. Why is he making a diorama? Yeah, I'm, I think that's one of the main things where I'm like, I don't think this episode's meant to be taken with the rest of it as, like, fact. Yeah. Uh, if it is, though, it's implied that the dog died somewhere between that episode and episode five or four? Scamp? Four? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was still alive in the pilot. There have been plenty of iterations of scamps, though. Okay, yeah, but I feel like we've only heard about one for the boys. Yeah. And then it's implied that Rusty had at least three as a kid, which is really sad. Dana has bad luck with pets, huh? He really does. (laughs) Um, Very off topic, but I just wanted to bring it up because uh, it's actually how I got into the show. The music in this episode, it's I think it's all done by, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, It is? No, (laughs) the front man for Fetus. He has other projects. He does like a couple things, and I can't remember his name right now. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, sure, Google it. <laughs> okay, you keep talking. I'm going to Google the front man from Fetus. Something Thurwell. Anyway, he's done the music for, or most of the music for all the show. But in that episode, he hadn't, I guess he hadn't done the, like, actual tracks specifically for the show yet. So they just use samples of his actual work, including Fetus. J.G. Thurwell. It's Thurwell? Thurwell. I always thought it was Thurwell. Damn. And this is now embarrassing because uh, the reason I started watching this show, like, a while ago was because I got really into the song by Fetus, Mandalay, uh, which they use part of in this episode. And the YouTube comments section for Mandalay, like the first thing on there, it's it's gone now, I think, or I just haven't seen it, was someone saying, I always listen to this when I'm covered in blood in front of the UN building. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And so I had to go figure it out immediately because I was like, what? And I guess, you know, it was this show. I vaguely recognized, like, the name and then I was like, well, I mean, like, seemingly it uses, like, this song. It's, like, my favorite song right now. May as well go watch the pilot. And the pilot sucked, yet somehow I kept watching it. And eventually it gets really, really good. That scene where Mandalay plays is a pretty good scene. Okay, that's 
Also the highlight of the pilot. Rock face of all time. Oh my god. Maybe the scene with the knife. That too. I, there's a couple rock faces of all time. They're pretty much all from the pilot. Yeah. You made one your profile picture, right? Yeah. Hey, your mic's plugged in, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god, remember last time? Uh, yeah, at one point there was a fun little moment where we recorded like 15 minutes of audio of like this style audio, just us talking. Like we couldn't really replicate that. Get to the end, I realized I never plugged in my mic. <laughs> And I was already a little late on the assignment, and it was like, okay, I guess we're turning this in. We're using my terrible, like, broken laptop And me, to, like, record yelling it. into a mic that's three feet away from the computer. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. Wait, I had a list somewhere. Oh, yeah, we just are not going on script at all, are oh, we? Oh, no, I like this my list. <laughs> oh, my terrible short list. The frowny face. Voice acting, writing, character changes. We did, we did some of that. We didn't talk about how racist it is. Oh, yeah. It's really racist. <laughs> we missed... Uh, That's, like, the main reason that it's really bad. It's definitely one of them. Uh, God, season... All of season one and then a fair amount of... The rest of it. The rest of it are also... I mean, it gets better in the later seasons, but... Yeah, but season one Oof. is definitely the worst culprit. Yeah. The, literally, the, the cold open of the episode is uh, some stuff with a ninja... And it's, it's not good. It's not it's good. He's voiced by a white guy, too. Of course. Of course he is. Doing a, a terrible accent. A really is, racist. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I looked this up at one point. The, the character's name means, like, nerdy masturbator, I think. Like, that's how it translates. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so when I'm complaining with the episode, it's not just the fact that None of the voice actors really have their shit down, and the animation's kind of fucked up, and the story doesn't translate to the rest of the show. It's also the racism. It's it's a lot of stuff. That episode is... Uh, it's a bad pilot. It's a bad pilot, but, like, at the same time, I kind of... The more I talk about it, I kind of see why they picked it up, and that sounds stupid to me, but, like... <laughs> immediately following, like, what's... <laughs> yeah, no, I... <laughs> This was a really terrible thing to follow that, actually. <laughs> we should have started with that. We shouldn't have started with that. But, no, that's the thing. It's like, I started with the fact that I was like, oh, this pilot sucks and I, I hate it. But, like, the more I think about it, I mean, for one thing, what was it up against? Like, this is 2003 Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know well, how much you know about that. Happen. I don't. You're the expert. I'm not an expert. There wasn't, like, a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what else there would have been. I think it would have been, like, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I don't know if that's good. Maybe it's good. My but... stepdad likes it, but that's not exactly a vote of confidence. <laughs> I don't know. I met people that like it. Again, I'm not an expert on this. I'm the one that suggested we review Huddleful Boyfriend Pigeon Dating Simulator, so... Okay, but that was so fun. True. And now we're doing Venture Bros, because, you know, the, like, the logical continuation of Huddleful Boyfriend is the Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. We both like both, so there must be some sort of correlation there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this is me recommending Hotful Boyfriend Pigeon Dating Sim on my Venture Brothers Review podcast. Anyway, so I don't think, like, whatever other pilots were out at the time, I doubt they were amazing. Maybe they were good. Who knows? But I think there's a lot of building blocks for things that could get good. I mean, at that point, they were very much leaning into the parody angle. Like, it's kind of obvious with the boys' dialogue. And just as a general rule, they're, they're parodying a thing I haven't seen, which is uh, always a great... I guess we could watch it. I don't want to... From what I've heard... People who like Venture Bros think it's terrible and racist, and that's people who like Venture Bros. <laughs> so I'm maybe I looked not. up I looked up uh, episode descriptions for all the Johnny Quest episodes. That's what they're parodying, and uh, holy fuck, 
Let's, let's not. Let's avoid that. Yeah, like, I've got I've got better things to do with my time. No, the other day I got on some kind of insane tangent trying to figure out the comparisons between Hank and Dean and the Hardy Boys, because I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. I mean, that one's obvious. Yeah, and I ended up, like, reading about them, and I was like, oh, yikes, this seems like... What was the deal with the Hardy Boys? I, I never, like... Also really racist. Yeah. Um, Also a fun fact is that I used to have this giant fucking... Sorry. This you can giant, swear. Okay. I used to have this giant fucking crate of uh nancy drew and hardy boys books yeah that was sitting under my bed and i read like one nancy drew book and then never touched the rest <laughs> of it which is hilarious because i read so much yeah i never read either i remember confusing the hardy boys and what was it called the boxcar kids whatever that was no because i actually like, read those i read those too i kind of enjoyed those god i barely remember them but i always confuse those two things yeah Anyway, that's not at all related to the Venture Brothers. <laughs> well, the Hardy Boys is related Hardy Boys to the Venture is. Brothers. They're also parodying that. I mean, yeah. clearly. But, no, what I was saying about, you kind of see where elements of it would get good later. Mm-hmm. I think the, the monarch really carries it. The monarch really. I, he's so funny. And his character maintain, maintains that, like, same vibe throughout the whole show. But, like, all the parts that are good get elaborated on. And all the parts that are bad kind of get left behind. And it's just so. Yeah, he's... I don't know, they did him very well. Monarch's definitely one of the best characters. Brock was fun from the start. He got better. He got he got a lot better. I Some people actually really do prefer season one, early two Brock. For real? Yeah. Why? I mean, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's like... I'm just a softie, but I like him later. He's yeah, I so like, much... I, don't I know. like both. I like both. Just, I feel like you kind of got to have both. Yeah. It wouldn't have really worked if you just jumped in with, like, later season two onward Brock. Yeah. I feel like he wouldn't really fit with the original tone that well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's also a fun character arc, even though it's not really a character arc so much as a his characterization just changed. But it's still fun to see, like, this big, tough, horrible person <laughs> become, like, a mother. I don't know. Yeah, that, that is that is very fun of it. Yeah. I think a lot of people like original Brock just because he's kind of fun mm-hmm. and action scenes. Yeah. You got more action scenes. Yeah. For, yeah. But then... I'm rewatching the pilot, and it's like, it's got the action scenes, but it, that was back when the animation was, uh... Not good. I kind of get what they're going for stylistically, mm-hmm. where they've got, like, like almost comic panels, slightly in-motion comic panels. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, because we were talking about this earlier, the fact that their animation budget was so low, so they did it in uh, stills, turns it into such a cool thing stylistically that you don't even notice that it's because they had an incredibly low animation budget. Yeah. You're just kind of like, oh, sick, you know? No, I love that. I love that for it's it. It's so fun. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on your thing. I totally I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it. no. I, I, I actually kind of agree with you. I was about to kind of insult it a little bit of, like... <laughs> Valid. <laughs> I think at points it worked. I think in the pilot it actually worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. The, like, where it's just Brock fighting that... It's like an alligator. Like, yeah, an alligator that's not sure. the X one because why not? Yeah, no, early, early show. You know how Brock just survived anything in like the first handful of episodes and then they kind of dropped that? Yeah. Like, it's jettisoned down in the space. He's fine. Like, mm-hmm. they wouldn't pull that now. That's crazy. Now he'll like fumble a knife and fall over. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he really did get kind of more pathetic. And I think that's why a lot of people like earlier Brock. But like, I think. I like pathetic Brock. I don't know. Yeah, like. It's important that he's a little pathetic to me, because the whole point of the show is that everybody there is a little pathetic. Yeah. And having, like, one super competent guy makes sense if that's not, like, one of your main characters. Also, I think it's funny that he's a little pathetic, yeah. <laughs> but everybody still thinks he's perfect. I don't know. No, he's he's great. I love him. Uh, the animation. The animation. Oh, not the animation. This episode, uh, it's great to get to the plot of the episode, like, last on here, but... What the hell was the plot of that episode? Maybe that's why we got to it last, because there, like, wasn't one. 
Yeah. They're, like, unveiling an experiment at the UN that's supposed to be, like, some kind of... Like, helpful invention. Peace-promoting type of thing. He shows up with the Ooray. <laughs> Fantastic name. Great name. I want to say All it forever. All it does is melt model cities, I guess. Uh, Army picks it up, yeah. Seems yeah. about right. The, the boys go on their fun little... Adventure. Yeah, they briefly get kidnapped, then they get robbed, then they try to buy a prostitute. I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) I didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, they're just doing their best. Trying their best. The monarch was... There is no reason that the monarch was there. I think that's what just hit me, is why is he there? He didn't really have a goal. He just showed up. I'm glad he was there. Oh, I'm so glad he was there. He stole the show. But, like, plot-wise, why was he there? No, absolutely no He didn't reason. have a plan. He was just like, oh, Venture is there. I'll go there. He went there, that ended up in the hospital. That was it. Very characteristic of him, though. Okay, actually, that's that makes sense. <laughs> he just sees Dr. Venture and loses every single, like, semblance of thought in his head <laughs> and is like, I have to go kill him. He tried. He got nowhere. I don't think he shared a scene with Rusty that whole episode. No, he didn't. He got crushed in a subway. The animation, you can see him clipping through the wall a little bit. It was, God, uh, it was funny. It, it paused then, too, because it kept, like, buffering and having to load, so it paused right there. Right, as we could see, we like, see part him of him yeah. in the wall. It was so funny. Yeah, we got Mandalay by Fetus. I love that song. But, like, just the first just seconds a, of it. Just a few seconds of it. Like, oh, the lyrics wouldn't have worked or anything. Yeah. It's just that, like, awesome sting. Yeah. A little bit of cirrhosis of the heart, too. Oh, also Fetus. Uh, when they were in the bathroom, just, like, playing around. Sure. So oh, yeah, yeah, heart. okay. Yeah. Probably other things I didn't notice. Billy and Pete were there. We got our first Billy and Pete. Billy and Pete make me happy. We got our first uh, Professor Impossible mm-hmm. with his original voice actor. They, they changed it four times. Speaking of voice acting, both of the boys were kind of insufferable at that point. Yeah, they're just not, I don't know, they don't get lovable until later. Yeah. Which makes some sense with the way that the show works, I think. But yeah. I was just straight up thinking about their voices were insufferable. Oh, that like, too. just the yeah. voice acting was not there yet. Yeah. Dean was almost Southern. Hank just, <laughs> yeah. Hank just didn't sound right. Like, there was something up with that. It didn't sound like Hank. No, he just sounded like something. Rusty sounded like Rusty. Rusty yeah. is, like, even the weird animation, he still just looked like Rusty. Brock sounded like Brock, but, like, specifically when I tried to do an impression of what Brock sounds like. <laughs> yeah, like, he was new at it. Yeah. Was, you, you could totally tell he was new He's at it. He's a little new at being Brock. Yeah, which, I mean, probably a hard role to fill, but, like, you know, fill it a little better if it's (laughs) the pilot. (laughs) I think it's funny with the monarch, because, like, the first minute of voice acting is, like, who the hell is this? And then he, like, settles into it perfectly. So quick. Oh, my God. It worked so well. Dr. Girlfriend had, like, one line. It was bad. I wish she she was in it more. I know. She looked so weird in the pilot. They they all did. It had a, a separate art style. They changed it after that, but... Some of them looked about the same. Hank's bizarre face. Oh, God. Hank, uh, his ears just, like, poking out, his terrible-shaped head. Everything about Hank in the pilot was just bad to me. They changed less about Dean. He, he just looked, like, slightly more hinged. Look, yeah. Looked a little better. Rusty looks the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. Rusty just works like that. I feel like they made him slightly more proportional because his head looks insane <laughs> in, like, comparison to his shoulders. Okay, yeah. It was, like... A fucking balloon on there. Yeah, bobblehead Rusty moments. And there's Brock, which I'm just going to ignore his fucking body for a second because that was terrible. And some of the best close-up face shots, for sure. But then just him standing there, just like his face in general. I don't know what they were going for, but it was bad. So weird looking. It's deeply weird looking. 
Uh, Billy and Pete's cameo. Pete looked fine. Uh, Billy looked like <laughs> a white raisin. I don't know how to... Like, he always does, but he looked, like, bad. Much more so. And his face didn't start until, like, three-fourths of the way down his head. Yeah, like, is... they kind of changed it to, like, two-thirds later, maybe yeah. half. More like two-thirds. Yeah, that that was not... Yeah. Which I guess makes sense, because he was, you know, he was a throwaway. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make your throwaways look great, but, like... What'd they do with Pete, then? Pete looked fine. He looked totally fine, and they kept his design. Like, he looks the same in the pilot as he does in, like, season seven. <laughs> you know how sometimes you draw somebody, and it just works from the start? Like, yeah. you draw them one time, and you're like, this guy's gonna look like this forever. Mm-hmm. And then other people, it's just like, you you try, and you try, and they change a bunch. Yeah. Pete was like a instant design, you know? I think so. He just was fine the way he was. Perfect the way he is. Mm-hmm. The monarch... His outfit was fully different, but, like, him as a character, he pretty much looked like that through the yeah, early seasons. I think so. I mean, he looks insane, but that's sort that's of the, the point. That's the point. Yeah. No, he's meant to. Uh, we're running out of stuff to talk about pretty obviously, but one last thing I wanted to mention, because I hadn't watched season one in a while, so watching it again, it was kind of notable, because he's not like this later in the show. The way Rusty acts towards Brock in the early show is insane to me. It's so funny. It's just so not how he is later. He is so... Clingy? Yeah, he's clingy. Like, he very obviously respects him, which is not at all how he acts later in the show. Like, he's... I feel like respect is too normal of a word yeah. to put on it. It's like, idolizes isn't, isn't it either. It's it's like... I think it's literally in the art book. They say it in the most, like, roundabout... Not roundabout. Opposite of roundabout. They're, like, avoiding it at every twist and turn. I've actually got a picture of it. Yeah, so I found the screenshot online. I am just trusting that it's actually from the art book. And it's not, like from some random place, but it's it's in the art book font. I'm gonna trust it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Because Brock is the only other adult for him to talk to, Doc's always subtly seeking his attention and approval, almost to the point of possibly having a crush on him. And then a little bit about his whole jealousy thing. That does not seem to be the case anywhere after, like, season two, I think. But oh my god, it is so obvious in season one. They also did cut the part where Pete's speculating on it. Yeah, like, they're kind of leaning into it a little bit. I kind of get why they dropped it. Especially as it goes on, there's not much of a reason for Rusty to respect the guy at all. Yeah. He just gets a little more confident just ordering him around. Also, I don't think Rusty respects anyone. Like, for any reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of his thing. Anyway, we're sitting in a really hot little makeshift recording studio. (laughs) Um, We're sitting in, like, a hot, (laughs) tiny... This is a walk-in closet, I think. Closet, yeah. It's like, there's enough room to sit here. Not much else. And I think we've covered about all we can cover with that pilot. Uh, we kind of insulted the insulted the hell out of it, but... It deserved it. It, deser- <laughs> it deserved it, but, like, you know, I also kind of want to... I want to give it some credit. It, it started everything. Yeah. It started everything, and the show gets so much better. Yeah. I'm glad they picked it up. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm confused as to how, but I'm glad... <laughs> I'm glad that they did. And, you know, maybe, maybe they just saw, you know, the potential for it to grow into what yeah. it grew into. Like, I, I hope that's it, you Yeah. Know? And I'm fucking glad it did. I mean, hell, even season one, I feel like, is a decided improvement from this pilot. Yeah, for sure. And we're going to review season one later. Or at least part of season one. I yeah. don't know. We're going to try our best. Oh, we should just do, like... Oh, season one. Let's go for it. All the, yeah. And also, uh, that Christmas special I haven't seen. Oh, do we get to review, we're review like, a Christmas first special. watch? Maybe, actually, because oh, we both... Oh, that's cool. Because, you know, we, we, we've both seen Venture Bros at this point. Neither of us have seen the Christmas special, so we might get to, like live review it or something yeah or like like immediately after like we haven't had any time to sit with our thoughts about this thing like just boom yeah that'll be fun (laughs) (laughs) boom christmas 
Well, I'm about to pass out in here, so I think it's about time we end the episode. All right. Um, bye, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Love you all. Bye. This has been the Semi-Polished Venture Bros Review Podcast with hosts Luna and Avi. Theme music is under public domain with a CC0 license. Contact us at vbrosreviewcast at gmail.com for whatever reason you have to contact us. Thank you for listening.